BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome back to the Mood Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Elizabeth. Today's mood for thought is that I was thinking I needed some mood boosting. And we will talk about, you know, just my general mood and best and worst. But I was just thinking that I really needed my gals and my guys, whoever you are out there, to just chat with and boost my mood because something that is a real mood booster for me, especially when I'm feeling really down, is connection. And especially, I think depending on maybe your personality type or what kind of job you have, it can be so easy to really get disconnected and not even realize it and think, oh my God, when was the last time I called someone or FaceTimed someone or hung out? Because we just get so into just working and just these like random routines and I think it can even relate to work sometimes so for me as someone who makes a living basically speaking to themselves all day that's not very fun for me or maybe even fun for you guys so I was like let's chat let's chit let's chat and that's going to be today's mood for thought we also haven't done a general Q&A in so long so let's just do it shall we but first obviously let's jump into best mood and worst mood of the week I'm not going to lie to you guys, I have been a little bit on the struggle bus, which is obviously not shocking information because when am I really not on the struggle bus, right? It's like I'm constantly just hopping on and off, you know, so at least we're honest about it. And so my worst mood this week was just so much anxiety and not feeling great, which is okay because we know that you know, these moods and these feelings like aren't forever, but I think it's still okay to acknowledge that they suck. And I think that sometimes when you're feeling super anxious or down or whatever, it's really hard because you know that you're technically the only person that can really make it better so I think sometimes when you're just so worn down and you're so anxious you're so tired you don't feel like dealing with it and you know that like you have to be the one to pull yourself out of it I think I knew that like the week before last week but this week I still wasn't really getting better and so it just was kind of you know last week we talked about how I was shooting myself a lot I wasn't really shooting myself this week it was more so I was just frustrated I was just thinking oh my god I'm still feeling anxious I'm still fucking like not okay and this is so frustrating because logically I know what I need to do to make myself feel better and I can't do it and uh so I think at least one of the things that 
has helped me in this word worst mood is being vulnerable and honest with how I'm feeling because I think the first step is being vulnerable and honest with yourself and not pretending like everything's fine which is something that is really easy for me to do because I don't want other people to worry about me therefore I kind of internalize that and so what I've been doing throughout these worst moods of you know feelings of anxiety and depression is being honest with myself about how I'm feeling and what I need so that I can be vulnerable and honest with the people in my life that you know I'm in constant communication with and hanging out with and who are my support system because if I'm telling that I'm if I'm telling them that I'm fine and I'm not there's no way that they can support me in the way that I needed to be supportive and also then I'm just carrying this weight all by myself and it's bigger than it needs to be and it's heavier than it needs to be so although my worst mood has still been not feeling a hundred percent what I've notice that has helped me is at least being honest about it with the people in my life so that I can pull myself out of it because I know that no one can do it for me no one can force me to do anything especially with my personality type you know no one's gonna force me to do anything I don't feel like doing but at least I'm almost holding myself accountable by being open honest and vulnerable with how I'm feeling to the people that love me. So for my best mood, I think it would definitely be feeling connected with others. Basically how we just have been talking since we started the pod. I just think that I need human connection and socialization. And it's so interesting because there's some people that, okay, Chicago, calm down. There's some people that will be like, oh my God, you're such an extrovert or you're kind of like an introverted extrovert or you need alone time. You need social time. You know, everyone's always trying to freaking tell you what your personality type is, I guess, because we've all gotten so fucking bored and maybe horoscopes aren't enough. I don't know. But even my boyfriend was like, it's just you're so extroverted that you need to socialize more. And when I'm in a bitchy mood, I'm like, you don't know shit, bitch. I'm tired and I want to lay down. But he tends to be right. And that's why I'm saying being open, honest, and vulnerable with your feelings is important because then you do get that outside perspective of the people that see you every single day. And he is right that my mood significantly shifts when I'm around other people and connecting with people. So I don't know if it's, if it's my social anxiety or fears or whatever it is that holds me back and makes me not do it, which is really sad because it it is something that is so, so, so helpful and beneficial for me is to connect with others. And so my best mood this week was really forcing myself to get out, even if I wasn't in the mood to do things like journal and read and breath work and meditate and work out eat healthy all those stupid things that we know are good for us that do make us feel better you can only handle one stupid thing at a time right and so for me this week was getting out and connecting with people and alas like all things in life it was good for me. It made me have a best mood this week. I went out on Friday and had such a great time with my friends. I went out on Saturday with my boyfriend's friends and had such a great time. And I just knew that even in the moment when I didn't feel like doing it, I said, get your ass up and work. Did it. Felt great. So it's also good to acknowledge those times because it's easy to forget the good shit when you're going through bad shit. You know what I mean? So that was definitely my best mood this week is really just being vulnerable and honest with where I'm at and then allowing myself to connect with others. And the connection is so much 
better when you're being 100% honest. Like you're not faking it, right? It's not like, oh, I'm going to go out and I'm going to pretend that everything's fine and that I'm great. And then you just feel like you're keeping the secret and just kind of going through the motions. I tell my friends, hey, I'm not in a great place right now. I'm feeling really anxious. I want to get out of the house. Can we do something? And it's not like all night we're talking about how shitty I feel, but I know that they know what's going on. I know that I can lean on them if I need them, but I don't feel like I have to be performative and pretend like I'm great and I've had this amazing week and oh my gosh, how are you? So it's, you know, it's not like, oh my gosh, I'm an open book and everywhere I go, I'm talking about how anxious I am. It's more so I'm just being honest with how I'm feeling so I can get it off my chest and then we can have a nice time. Did you know one out of eight couples struggle with infertility? Seriously, that's a staggering statistic that most people don't know or aren't ready to even talk about yet. But we need good data and information about our bodies in order to have informed conversations with our doctors and make the best decisions for ourselves and our futures. That's why Modern Fertility was created. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. You mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get personalized results within six business days. So what you're going to get when you get your test results back is insights into all your hormone levels like your ovarian reserve, aka if you have more or fewer eggs than average for your age, and other really important factors that can impact your fertility. The results go super deep into what every hormone means, and you can also download the results to review with your doctor for next steps. I think this is so important for every single woman, you guys. Like, this is key information that we are so lucky to have readily available to us too. And then you can just take control of your future. And it's not kind of going to be a shock when you want to go to have kids. And like maybe you could have had all this information earlier or whatever. It just gives you like a sense of peace. And traditional hormone testing at a fertility clinic can literally cost over $600. But modern fertility tests the same general set of hormones for only $179. Plus, if you go to modernfertility.com slash mood, you can get $20 off your test. You can also get reimbursed for the test through your FSA slash HSA. So whether you want kids today or maybe one day in the future, clinically sound info about your body can help you make the decision that's right for you. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering my listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash mood. That means your test is going to cost $159, which is a fraction of what it would cost at a fertility clinic. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash mood. That's modernfertility.com slash mood. Let's jump into mood boosters because from here to the end of the podcast, we are just going to keep boosting and boosting and boosting. I have a quite a few good mood boosters this week, you guys. I'm so excited. So my first one is actually speaking of connection and it kind of actually just happened, but we love an on the fly, ready to go situation. I go through phases where like I love FaceTime or I'm more available on FaceTime or whatever it is, blah, blah, blah. But I'm going to give a special shout out to my girl, Claudia Saluski. We just had the best FaceTime catch up. I just think there's nothing better than having those like best friends in your life where you don't have to talk like in depth every single fucking day every single week but you know that they're always going to be there for you they're going to drop everything they're so supportive like they're just such good friends and also I think that you forget that like you have so many different friends for different things obviously I have so many different friends within my Chicago group and 
LA, New York, everything. But I just hadn't talked to Claudia in so long. So we literally went through towards, obviously we caught up for literally over an hour on FaceTime. And then we went through our Notion apps together. You guys know that I love Notion. It's kind of that organizational note app and you can have it on your computer, your phone, your iPad. And she was like, oh my God, wait, I have to show you because no one else uses Notion. I have to show you my Notion. And I was like, oh my God, shut up. We went through her whole Notion and Claudia is someone that is way more like organized in kind of like an analytical way, I guess, than I am. She's just like good at everything. She's kind of a prodigy child, whatever. It's really rude of her, but I, you know, I benefit from it. So I'm not going to be mad at her about it. And we went through her notion and it was just such a mood booster because A, we obviously had such good girl talk, caught up. I got good advice from her. We just got to like boost each other's moods. And then the notion of it all was just the cherry on top. We talked about like habit tracking and journaling on notion. Just it really made me get this little motivational boost of, okay, I really want to go through my my notion. I want to do things that are better for myself. I've been, you know, kind of struggling a little bit. I haven't been in a routine and maybe this is a fun thing because, you know, she made it look so fun. She was like, this is how I have a track. This is what I do. Like no pressure here. These are my vision boards. And it just made me excited of like, okay, I can do this. And I like when you're both on the same page too about there's no pressure. She was like, if you want to fill it in here, you don't have to. It's also not that big of a deal. Like it was just exactly what I needed. And there's so many different types of girl chat that you need throughout your life and so many different types of girlfriends that you need. So that one was just an extra mood boost because I haven't had one like that in a while that was a girl talk that had nice spilling of tea but also nice mood boosting wellness lifestyle girly tings so talk about wellness tings with your girlfriends that's the takeaway actually speaking of wellness tings with your girlfriends when I told my one friend Mego how I was feeling I actually did after this happened I told her I was like you're gonna be a mood booster this week (laughs) which is like now kind of like a stamp of friendship approval to my friends where they're like fuck yeah but Mego coming in next with a mood booster was I told her how I had been feeling and I had a really hard night on Monday and she's someone who really really holds me accountable for getting out of the house especially when I don't want to because she just knows that it's good for me it's like almost my boyfriend and her just in this alliance of let's fucking get Lauren out of the house and it's so rude but she said that she wanted to take me to the Pilates and I haven't done a Pilates class oof I think not since before the pandemic, because once things were open in California more, I started going again. But I really haven't taken an in-person Pilates class since I moved to Chicago because I didn't really know where to go. My friend found this awesome instructor at Legree in Chicago. And I always thought Legree was kind of like a Barry's boot camp vibe of like oons, 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 oons. And I don't like that. You know, I don't like need my cortisol and my hormones, like all that shit. It's like I just need to do like low impact, slow, meaningful movement. And this Pilates class was absolutely amazing. I woke up, didn't want to go, obviously, because I was tired. Went anyway. It's the year of forcing yourself to do shit. And it was so nice to go to a workout class with a friend. It's also so nice to start something new with a friend because you have to go. They, She's already been there before. She showed me the ropes. All it takes for me is one class. And now I feel more than confident enough to just go by myself. Like it's basically having your friend rip the bandaid for you. And then you can just keep doing it. 
But it's also so nice to go with a friend too because it's a double mood booster of having that kind of hour of gal time. We walked to get a coffee after and we also got to get a good workout in and sweat. We went in the morning, which was really nice too. So we both kind of got it in before work. Pilates is also great because you aren't like dripping in sweat. So it's not totally a day ruiner of oh my god I have to shower and like redry my hair which is really fabulous for my thick haired girlies out there I did buy a package so that is financial reinforcement of I don't want to waste my money I have to go I was going to go again this Wednesday but I was waitlisted because I didn't sign up right away and I blame the app because I'm the queen of not taking responsibility for anything okay and my last mood booster this week is the imprint app I think that's what it's called. Let me just double check. I want to see how they describe it because what I describe it as is perfect for my personality type. It's an application you can get on your phone. I have it on my iPad and I just saw it when I was perusing the app store for things to entertain me because I'm on the hunt for hobbies. And you guys, I'm not kidding you if you're someone that has like a short attention span or you're not a big reader or almost what we talked about last week with learning about habit stacking through the internet. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go to last week's episode. Not gonna re-explain it. Haha, <laughs> gotcha. So this app, your visual guide to the world's most important knowledge, master essential topics in psychology, philosophy, history, all this stuff. It says imprint helps you understand complex topics quickly with elegant visuals that clarify key ideas and help you stay focused. So if you're someone, like I said, can't stay focused like me, this is kind of designed for you. And basically, if you don't want to read Atomic Habits by James Clear, you can read the Atomic Habits recap. It's almost like sexy spark notes. Literally, it's sexy spark notes, this app. And it's going to go chapter by chapter, animation and visuals. And it's a very engaging, engaging. And it just shows you exactly what you need to know about these complex topics. So you actually learn. Like right now I'm reading this thing called ADHD 2.0. It feels like I'm scrolling through the most informative Instagram about ADHD very quickly. Like it doesn't feel like I'm reading this big, long research paper book about ADHD, but I'm getting all of that information just in a way that my brain feels is good. It's quick. It's effective. It's entertaining. I'm like obsessed with this app. It's so sick. I was talking to my brother about it yesterday and I said, you know, not everyone's like you. Not everyone's like super, super smart and like reads the dictionary for fun. My brother literally reads the dictionary. Like, I'm not kidding, like in his free time, like get a fucking life, you know? I was like, I'm not gonna like read all these books or whatever, but I want these like key takeaways or I want to know the history of something or whatever it is. And if I really wanna learn more, like of course I'll go out and get a book or, you know, do more research, whatever. But this app is just amazing for someone like me. So it's called Imprint. It's essentially a visual guide instead of reading the book. And I really, I think you guys might really like it. And I've been absolutely loving it and feeling so smart. Think about someone who has changed your life for the better. How incredible would it be if your company could find more of those life-changing people right when you needed them? If you're hiring, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. Hate waiting? Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed's employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. Something I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because of Instant Match. 
With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description, and you can invite them to apply right away. So essentially, Indeed does the hard work for you. You just sponsor a job, and boom, Instant Match shows you candidates whose resumes fit the exact job description immediately. And you can start hiring fast. Join over 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire great talent. Indeed knows that when you're doing everything for your company, you can't afford to overspend on hiring. Visit indeed.com slash mood to start hiring now. Just go to indeed.com slash mood. That's indeed.com slash mood. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, guys, let's jump into our general Q&A. And I'm really excited because I already recorded half of it and realized I wasn't recording, which is a super fun thing to happen to podcasters, especially seasoned ones. So I haven't done that in a minute. I guess I'm long overdue. Got to crack open. Ooh, ASMR, ginger sparkling water. And I was really crushing it too um, with the general Q&A. So for today's mood for thought, I'm going to reflect on how dumb I am and jump back into the questions I've already answered. First question is from Jaja Jade. She asked me my favorite book. I have short-term memory loss. When someone asks me my favorite book or my favorite movie, I all of a sudden black out and I've never seen a movie. I've never seen a book. Nothing comes to my brain. So there is a highlights on my Instagram, not to be annoying, but... I did finally make a full on list. I'll say top of head, top of mind. I was gonna say like Verity or The Last Mrs. Parish or something, but we're really past that. Recently, I read The Housemaid and Never Lie by Frida McFadden. Oh my God, so fucking good. I have like two more of her books on my list. So I'm gonna say those for right now because I love a fucking thriller. And then for romance, if you haven't read before, We Were Strangers or It Happened One Summer, Ooh, so good. There's more in my highlights though. And then I finally have an Amazon storefront because I was banned from Amazon for a very long time. It's really annoying, but I harassed enough people and I have one now and there's a whole book section in there too, which I think is like better a little bit because you can get the full description and like reviews and stuff like that. So it's not just like my highlights where it's my recommendation, I guess. Jade also wants to know if I like Harry Potter. And I want you guys to know that a thing about me is I cannot support things that aren't real. Therefore, I do not do sci-fi. I do not do cartoons. I do not do any of that shit. My family knows if I'm in the room, those movies are not coming on this TV screen. Did I enjoy Harry Potter as a youngin? Sure. Was I smart enough to read it ever? No. So I liked the movies a little bit. But now it's like, you want to go see Avatar? Not coming. Avatar's not real. Why do I, like, how am I emotionally invested in this at all? I'm not. So that's just a little something about me. And if you can't relate to that, I'm sorry. Like, I can still love you, but, like, we can't, we can't go see movies together. Nicole asked how to work through anxiety and deciding to move in or not with your partner. I think, A, it's change, and change causes anxiety, right? So don't be too hard on yourself in a sense of, oh, I'm anxious about it, therefore maybe it's not the right thing. I think the fact is that change is just very triggering for people that are anxious. And so I guess be gentle with yourself in that sense. And then for me, a lot of times what helps with my anxiety is bringing the logic back in, right? So you don't want to make a huge life decision just off your emotions. You want to have a nice, healthy balance of the emotional side and the logical side. I think when you ask yourself, okay, why? 
why do we want to move in together really opens it up for the emotional and logic because it's like okay well we spend so much time together it'll save us money it's the right time in our relationship we'll get to do this like you can have those pros and cons that are both logical and emotional and you can find yourself thinking oh I'm this is way more logical maybe I'm not ready or this is way more emotional and I just you know my anxiety is getting the best of me I think also what helps with my anxiety is talking it through with someone because they can check you with that logic right of if I say oh but what if it doesn't work out and then someone will say okay but what if it does like you don't know that yet and I think you have to remember that change is always going to be hard so it's not going to be perfect you're going to feel anxious you're going to have hard days you're going to have good days you're going to have exciting days you're going to have easy days you're going to have bad days Um, I basically live with my boyfriend now and we will be fully living together in just a few months. So I think that it's been this weird adjustment to be around a partner so much because I've never had that before. And it was something I always wanted, right? And then I know I like it, but it's still an adjustment. And so boundaries have come into play. There's been some days where I'm like, I don't feel like having a conversation about boundaries, but like I have to say something and even just getting it off my chest like makes it so much better. And even if it's in like kind of like a joking way where I'm like, you have a job, you need to leave the house. And he's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, I work from home. You don't. And you are here too much. You like you need to go. And I don't say it like an habitual way, like I'm kind of laughing and being sarcastic. I'm really bad with talking about my feelings without like being self-deprecating or being sarcastic. So he'll be like, okay, what do you actually want? And then I'll be like, well, I don't know. It's just that. And then we'll have a conversation about boundaries because I was feeling like a little bit suffocated for a couple weeks of like working from home at the same time. And those conversations like never feel good or maybe they made me anxious because I'm like, what does this mean? But you just got to talk about it. You got to talk about it with your partner. Talk about it with your friends. I have friends that have lived with their partners for longer or whatever. And I'm like, is this normal? What do you do about this? And just getting their advice and just making yourself feel less anxious and less crazy That is my recommendation of working through it because it's not going to be seamless, but you can definitely make it less anxiety inducing. Liv asked, how do you get yourself out of a funk that you have been in for months? I can't seem to get out. Liv, my girl. I have been like this for honestly the past couple months and specifically the past two weeks have been really, really hard. This episode is legitimately so late. My producer probably thinks I died um, because I'm avoiding responding to her because I have um, confrontation issues. And it's because like I've just not been okay. And I've been in a funk so much so that I was going to actually make this week's episode about it. This episode is late and everything because I wanted to talk about being in a funk, but I've been such in a funk that I couldn't even talk about it today. I was like, we just need to do a general q and I just want to talk to you guys. I need to boost my mood, boost your guys' mood because, uh, and that's why I've been talking so much about connection this episode too. So I still am going to do a whole episode, like a, you know, up-to-date current episode of getting out of a funk because this is like the worst funk I've been in in a very, very long time. So I feel like I relate even deeper to it right now because I understand how hard it is especially as someone who's gotten so good at getting themselves out of funks what's helped me right now and what I'll leave you with just for today is be vulnerable and be honest like I've talked about this whole episode lean on your people have people oh my god Chicago calm down we don't care about your motorcycle lean on your people you have different friends for different things right like my mom is going to be there in a different way than what my how my boyfriend is going to be there for me my one friend is going to be different than my other friend Kathleen she's like okay you know what we got to get you out of the house she's going to do it in a hysterical way she's not going to make me feel victimized or you know mentally ill or anything like that she's going to be like hey girly Q let's get up let's get out let's go on a walk 
And then I'm like giggling and I'm laughing and I'm getting out of the house with her. Then my other friend is going to be like, hey, have you just thought about like surrendering? Have you like talked to your therapist? Like everyone's different. So just I think right now what's been helping me is being vulnerable and honest and leaning on people and not having to carry it all by myself because pretending like you're fine is exhausting and carrying it alone is exhausting. So that is just today's advice, I guess, and today's mood for thought when it comes to being in a funk. Mobile games are a fun way to pass time, especially when there are charming graphics, laid back gameplay, and a story full of scandalous secrets. So for the perfectly cozy game, you guys have to download Love and Pies by Trailmix Games for free. It's a casual merge two game where you build your very own cafe, combine ingredients, and uncover a story of drama and romance. If you watch this week's vlog, you will see that I'm playing games on my phone and my iPad because I've been looking for hobbies and I had this theory that toddlers and iPad kids are really onto something and boys have video games so like why can't I play stuff on my phone and I've been absolutely loving it crushing it you should see my cafe you can like decorate it and everything and after a long day or just even while I'm waiting in line or waiting for a friend or something I'll pull this out on my phone instead of just scrolling on Instagram aimlessly and it's so much more relaxing with a slight challenge you know so you can escape to your very own countryside cafe in Appleton you can play as Amelia as you take over the old family cafe and restore it to its former glory you'll meet a diverse cast of characters as you uncover a family story full of secrets and laughs you'll decorate your cafe in the surrounding area with beautifully designed items trail mix games creates games that are snackable and nourishing to the heart they aim to create safe empowering spaces for players of all ages keyword all ages okay let me live with each beautiful game they create they're fostering a culture of trust respect and creativity so for a tasty mix of love and drama download love and pies for free today that's love and pies free to download in the app store or google play jen asked tips for new youtubers my tip for new youtubers is obviously of course like just start but i think maybe like a very tangible tip would be make like around 10 minute videos so that you're really just kind of jam packing like boom 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 like a great video all the 10 minutes everyone's attention spans are a lot shorter i think so if you make kind of like a snackable video it'll leave people wanting more and to click on the next video don't try so hard to you know make this literally feature film length video um because you're putting so much pressure on yourself and effort on yourself where like people's attention spans are pretty short so i think that's like kind of what's top of mind for advice for me just as the industry is like changing a little bit and then you can kind of gauge and see like what's working what's not working but i think just to kind of you know lower the pressure on yourself a little bit is realizing okay people don't even watch videos that are like 30 minutes long unless it's because they're like die hard fans of someone and i'm just getting started let's reel them in hanny said i feel like all your ig is for nowadays is to sell us stuff i miss hearing about your life and hanny listen i hear you this actually doesn't upset me at all i think that it's really hard because i'm just on so many different platforms so if you're kind of like a content creator or anything like that it's just like I don't know if I'm like repeating myself, you know? So it's like, if you listen to the podcast, then do I even have to put it on Instagram or YouTube? Like, I just want everything to be different. And I feel like, A, I've been in a funk, so I'm not like sharing as much. I have been trying to share a little bit more on Instagram lately. But the reason I think it comes off as more of that selling vibe is because Instagram is the easiest place to link stuff and the most common place for people to ask for links whereas on the podcast i'm not going to like verbally really say a lot of links i'm going to say oh like go to my instagram for the link 
Um, and you can like highlight it and stuff like that. So I think it's a combination of just the linking and then obviously being on so many platforms and not really knowing how to divvy up myself, like literally chop up parts of my brain onto different platforms. But I think something that I definitely want to focus on is being more personal, personable on Instagram because I really am on the podcast and YouTube and even TikTok, I think. But I think since so many people in real life follow me on Instagram, I just have this weird anxiety surrounding it where I'm very active in the DMs. So I get really insecure and really scared and really anxiety focused on Instagram because I'm like so involved with it. Whereas I kind of just like put a podcast up and walk away and then I go on Instagram, you know. So I guess like maybe I'm just putting too much effort into all my other platforms and not into Instagram. And this was some constructive criticism and I, ne- I need it, Hanny. Thank you. Someone said, if you had to go to dinner with any celeb, dead or alive, who would it be and why? I mean, honestly, with everything going on in the world right now, it'd have to be Selena or Hailey Bieber. Like Selena Gomez or Hailey Bieber because there's so much drama going on with the two of them on Instagram or TikTok or whatever it is. And I just need to know, like, what is going on? Like, are is the internet crazy? Are you guys okay? Are you guys friends? Like, what is going on behind the scenes? Like, I need the tea. I, I just need to talk to them. I need to see what's going on. Okay, Madison said, all things nails, gel X versus acrylic slash dip, long versus short. You always have the best nails when you need details. And the reason I'm picking this is because, you guys, I've been searching for a hobby I'm so excited that I think in like next week's vlog, I'm going to start to take you along the journey. And this could be something that is such a bad idea or it could be life changing for all of us. Well, mostly me. I ordered a gel X kit to teach myself how to do my own nails. I just I hate going to the nail salon. I don't get anything crazy at the nail salon. I get the same thing every time. And my toxic trait is watching someone do something and being like, oh, I could do that. And I just finally was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like I could do my own nails. I think we can do it. Like I really think we can do it. So we're fucking doing it. Like I ordered it. And the reason I like gel X is because it's basically like a full nail. It's not a tip and it's all made out of gel. So it's really a lot, I think, better for your nails. So I recommend gel X out of all of like the dips and the acrylics and all that stuff or just gel. And I think long or short is really just personal preference. I like longer on myself because I think it makes my hands look longer and skinnier. But I really miss short nails because I miss doing like some activities and stuff like rock climbing or jujitsu or whatever because I have long nails and can't really do it. So we'll see. That's why I also want to do my own nails to like, I don't know, ability to do them however the fuck I want or take them off. I don't know. Sammy said, are your new products going to be Feel 2.0? What a TBT. Do you guys remember that? If you guys don't know what Feel is, it was my home decor line. We had serious problems with the business partners. They were no bueno peeps. This was all back in the day, you know, people trying to take advantage of influencers, sketchy people, whatever. I'm relaunching home decor this year and I'm so, so, so excited. And see, your projects aren't fun. So that's why I'm just telling you guys how it is. Alexa said, fave place to run into fans in the city. Chicago girly here wanting to run into you. It used to be the bars when the weather was nice because we would always take shots together and have a good time. And now it's more so like running in at workout classes and coffee places because they're the only times I leave the house because the weather is absolute shit. But anywhere, you guys, I absolutely love seeing you. I will be at Summer House on next Tuesday, March 7th. If you guys want to get a ticket, they're still available through Summer House, the restaurant. And then I will have a live show with Kenzie on the 27th. If you guys want to come see us do her live podcast, the I Love You So Much podcast by Kenzie Elizabeth, we will be at Chicago City Winery on the 27th. So I would absolutely love to meet you guys. Isabella said, what's your go-to depression meal? Fabulous question. So I started realizing that I actually feel worse when I don't eat healthy. So unfortunately, like I've had to kind of like try to eat as healthy as I can, but otherwise it's pizza, like hands down, always pizza. But 
that's okay because pizza is for when I'm happy or when I'm sad. So it's not too much of a depression meal. Um, but a lot of times, honestly, it's like smoothies, which I know is lame, but it's because I just like know I need to give my body something that's good for me. And it's actually going to like make my brain feel better and like it actually works. So that's why I've been having a lot of smoothies lately. Grace asked, what are you looking forward to most this spring? I cannot tell you how badly I need the weather to be better. Like I need it. I was talking to my mom about this last night. I need to be able to walk outside, get outside, get in the sun. Like my mental health is just struggling so much. Like I literally just need better weather. That I think is like genuinely the sun staying out, like springing forward and having nicer weather is what I'm definitely looking forward to more because I just need it for my mental health, honestly. Someone said, fuck, Mary kill, Morgan Wallen, Zach, Brian, Luke Combs. You guys, that's like really, really hard for me. I don't want to kill any of those are my three favorite men on the entire planet. Oh my God. Okay, last question. And we can do a part two if you guys want. Anne asked me, did I get my root canal? And in classic Lauren Elizabeth fashion, I am still avoiding it. And I have not gotten it yet. I do need a root canal. I should really do a follow-up with the dentist. But I've been dodging their calls because I am nothing short of an avoidance queen, a fake adult. We love to see it. And then, and also, like, you guys, I barely get out of bed. You really think, like, I'm jumping out, springing out like a chicken to go get a fucking root canal? No. Let's get mentally better first, then we can get the root canal. That's at least what I'm telling myself. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Mood. I'm your host, Lauren Elizabeth. For more, make sure to follow me on Instagram at Lauren Elizabeth at The Mood Pod. All the info and deets are there and I love you guys so much and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.